Um, now let's go to a top three ballpark and the top team in the National League Central. Drew Maggi joining us from the Pittsburgh Pirates, the story of the week, if not the year. Drew, great to have you on, man. What a freaking week it's been for you. Do you wake up right now in the mornings and go, holy shit, I'm a big leaguer? Yeah. I mean, I look out the window every day. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still alive. This is real. So it's been cool, man. It is really cool. It is. Congratulations, Drew. I mean, it's like... You, you know, you didn't have a baby, but it was pretty close. Like you were, you were pregnant for about nine years waiting to make it to the big leagues and you made it. Take us to that. Take us to that moment in, was that an indie clubhouse? Cause you guys are wearing the white unis, but it looked like a tiny clubhouse. Where were you guys at when you got called up? No, I was, and Brock knows this. I was, in, uh, I was in Toontown. I was in Altoona grinding, grinding double A. So it was kind of like the uh, it was like the darkest hour, you know. So it was it's kind of like you know it gets the darkest before the dawn type moment <laughs> because I mean it was tough going back. I hadn't, I hadn't been there in about ten years. So when I first got there, there was like some uh, some serious trauma going on. But you know, I was I got through it. It was uh, you know it was tough there too because I. And Brock knows this, you know, like I, my manager told me like three days before that, you know, I was going to be playing three days a week. It was going to be tough to get you in there, you know, kind of kind of performance thing. If I, you know, play well, get a little more playing time. So, you know, I was dealing with that. So it was kind of I mean, it was just extremely unexpected. I, I mean, I was actually late to that meeting. That's why when you see it everyone's dressed and I got my shirt. I just rolled in there. So everyone's like, what are you doing? And I'm, and you know, double A, you have meeting after meeting. Oh. And I'm like, what is it? What, what is this about? What do we got? And it ended up being that. And I was, I mean, you quickly cool. put your shirt back on and got the heck out of there. <laughs> so get me out of Altoona. I, I was in Altoona for two years. Um, and dude, I, Drew, I want to freaking hug you through the, through the screen, man. Like I, I couldn't be more proud of you. Um, dude, I, I almost shed tears. I, I, I was locked in yesterday in the pirates game. I haven't watched a pirate game in my, <laughs> my entire life. You know, I played for him in September and in, in 2012. And I, and I don't even think I watched the games when I was on the team, but I was locked in to the TV yesterday, watching your bats, man. Um, I, I couldn't be more happy for you. Um, glad I got to be on this show. They told me you were going to be on. I was pumped, but uh, talk me through, cause dude, I, I, I wanted to quit. You see, I got drafted in 2009. I, I was in double A in 2011. Then I repeated again in 2012 was pretty much there the whole season. And I was ready to hang them up after three years and, and, and talk to me about some of the, some of the difficult times. Did you go through those moments where you're like, I can't do it anymore. And, and how did you um, keep going, man? I, I have so much respect for, for you as a person, as a player. And, you know, I just want to know more about it, man, because mad, yeah, mad, uh, mad respect. Well, thanks, man. I mean, it means a lot coming from you, especially – I mean, I was there when you were grinding. You were raking, and everyone's like, when, when are we calling Brock? They're like, let's get this guy on the move. Like, he's ready. And so, I mean, yeah, you get it. I – I mean, I wanted to quit 
pretty much every year, honestly. Every off season, it was, I mean, it was tough just going through the process of being a free agent, not getting any calls. I mean, my agent, my agent told me to retire eight years ago. He was like, you got anything you you else you can do? <laughs> no, because I, I was, I was at that age where yeah. I, you know, I couldn't get another agent. He was still, you know, getting me cleats every year. You know, it would take three months, but yeah. it was, uh, it was, yeah. So, I mean, it was every year it was just a battle to kind of keep going and, you know, something would always happen along the way. Like I would get, I would get a late call in like February, like, Hey, we want to bring you in minor league camp. And, you know, I kept myself in shape. I was always, you know, work. I always like thought deep down in my, in my head, you know, stupid as it probably was that because I know, you know, how hard it is to get to the big leagues, especially as you get older. Um, you know, I would just be like, I'm going to give it one more shot. You know, I'm going to, I'll grind out another year because, you know, I love the clubhouse. I love the guys. And obviously I love baseball. So I, you know, I just kept pushing forward. And I mean, yeah, there was a lot of times, I mean, even in season when you're struggling, body's hurting, you just want to go home. You're in some, you know, city that you've never heard of. And so I just, yeah, I just kept going, kept going and, you know, kept getting opportunities and, you know, I I never expected any of this to to happen. I, you know, obviously I always like deep down was like, you know, maybe something will happen. You know, someone will give you a shot, but I didn't expect any of this to happen. So I'm just, you know, I'm just thankful, man. This is a it's a cool experience for me, and I'm just yeah, I'm happy. My parents were there, brothers, sisters. So it was just a. Uh, it's all been so cool. I it's. it's cool man the, the stadium was chanting your name are you kidding me <laughs> how badass dude i mean i'm telling you dude I, i'm getting goosebumps i'm almost i'm almost starting to cry right now dude just thinking about it like dude i, I, I cannot be more happy for you man I, like i didn't know what to real. do either yeah I, and you got a strike <laughs> called on you dude get in the box and swing the bat you know i know i <laughs> dude i gotta figure that out i think i'm just gonna stand in there i don't know I yeah. always forget. I'm like, I get out and I'm like, all right, what's he going to throw me? And then I look up and it's at 10 <laughs> seconds. And I'm like, oh, and I like panic and get in. Man. But I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to like, like your old roommates on here, Brock's on here. Like, I don't know how to even start like with all my questions because I, I lived your life, but you lived it for four more years. Like, <laughs> you so like like to I, I would only want to whatever we talk about today I just want to encourage you to like keep going because there is so much awesome that you can provide for the people in your life but also on the teams that you play on because I'm looking at like what you went through so I'm just going to break it up into like little pieces dude you were in a dark time in pirates history to be in the minor leagues like that was, I, I finished with the Pirates in 09 and 10 in the minor leagues. And they were bringing some stuff in that I was like, oh, so you know, you're going to yeah. do what? Yeah. Like, well, I was, yeah. So I was there. Yeah. That's, it was bad. Brock, Brock, you know, like people, people don't know unless you were in it. 
Like you talk about meetings. You lead, you led, you led all of baseball in meetings. They had meetings on meetings about meetings. And you guys were <laughs> like, so talk about talk about that like six years of purgatory that you were in, but then to make the big leagues with that same team 10 years later after they after they canned you and they didn't play you because they were only giving you 300, 250, 350, and then you finally got out of the organization and you get 420 at-bats finally. Like, yeah. talk about that. Yeah, it was – I mean, so, yeah, you and Brock know it was uh, – I mean, it was meetings on end. There was room checks. I mean, you had to be clean-shaven, pants up, same cleats. I mean, it was just like – a lot of it didn't feel like baseball a lot of times and yeah every year I mean it was I'd go into the season I'd basically sit for the first month and a half two months they'd never play me and then it was a type of thing where they would there was like zero communication too which was the worst part they'd just kind of tell you oh yeah we're gonna get you in there and you know you're playing once a week so there was this, yeah, there, I had no shot with them, and I I knew that pretty early, but, I mean, what are you going to do as a, you know, minor league free or minor league guy? You can't really, you know, get traded or ask for your release because they don't give it to you. But, yeah, I mean, those those first five years, I remember being shocked because, you know, you think about, you know, professional baseball – you don't think that, you know, you're going to get a knock on your door at 3 a.m. and someone's going to come in and make sure your, you know, your bathroom's organized and your shirts are folded. And then, yeah, there was, I mean, there was curfews. It just, it felt like uh, they were, they were big into like the Navy SEAL stuff. So it was, uh, it was like boot camp every year. And by the time you got into the season, it was, uh, I mean, you were dead tired from the spring trainings, but, you know, I, at the end of the day, I mean, I think it's, it's pretty cool that it kind of went full circle because, you know, this is my first team. I, I was, well, I was at PNC when I, when I first signed, I was there with my parents and, you know, it was obviously a cool stadium. And so it was, you know, that was my original dream when I first started playing was, okay, I want to play at PNC. You know, this is the team that believes in me the most. And then, obviously, I moved on from them and kind of, you know, X'd them off my my list and then, you know, went through that journey with five other clubs, grinding. And then last year, um, I was having a tough season in Lehigh Valley and with the Phillies and – little bit into August, I got a call after a game and I was struggling and it was our manager and he goes, Hey, manager, I need to see you in my office. And from that point, I'm like, so many things are going through my head. I'm like, okay, what did I do? What did I do last night? What, <laughs> did, I, did I do something? Did I say something? So then, then I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I, I mean, this is like a release type scenario you know after the game unless i'm going to the big leagues but i'm hitting 180 with no production so he calls me in pours me a glass of whiskey <laughs> and i'm like i'm like okay this is not good and so we're sipping on it and i'm like what's up and he's like hey you got traded i'm like oh 
that's weird. I've never been traded before. I said, so I go by to who? And he said the pirates. And I was, I go, no shit. I go, what? <laughs> and, uh, so yeah. So, and then I looked up the staff and it was Miggy who Brock, I think he played for or played with. And then Greeny was on the staff. So Greeny. it was, yeah. Greeny is the, he was the bench coach. <laughs> what a guy. So I know. So we, uh, so yeah, it was cool too. So I went there in Indy and I did all right. And they, you know, they ended up liking me. And then the off season's a whole different story. That's a, that's a good story, but yeah. So it was cool that, you know, I got to play in PNC obviously, and, you know, fulfill that dream that I've had for you know 13 years. What's that story? What's the off-season story? You can't just not. I mean, this yeah, is a so story. That's a good, this is you a story. Hear it? Say it's a good story, and then not tell the story, man. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. I, I just didn't know I was talking for so long. I, <laughs> no, dude, we, that, well, this is why uh, we have you on the show, man. We want to know okay. everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, when you first become a free agent, obviously they, you know, they send out a calls, and my agent calls me you know, early in the off season. And it's so funny. So he gets on the phone. I go, Hey, Alan, what's up? I'm on the golf course. And he's, he goes, Hey, uh, you know, crazy thing. Uh, I put out my client list and you were my first call. And I'm like, okay, Alan, I don't need to hear this right now. All right. I go, what do we got? What's who, who is it? And he said, the pirates. And I was, and I go, all right, well, what's, uh, what's the offer? He goes, Oh, I don't know. I go, what? I go, all right, let me, what are you talking, what do you mean you don't know the offer? I go, get, can you get the offer, please? And can you see if I can go to camp? And he, he gives me the, ah, I don't know about camp, you know how tough that is. It's for, you know, kind of their guys and the prospects. And I go, all right, Alan, few choice words I use there. I was like, I'll take care of it. So I, I called Greeny and I go, Greeny, hey, what? what's the deal? And he's like, Hey man, we want you back. You know, we, we had you in the last month and, you know, you really made a difference in the clubhouse. Um, you know, we, we'd love to have you back as like a culture veteran guy for our younger guys. And I told him, I go, um, I go, all right, Greeny. Well, here's my pitch. I go, can, you know, I, you know, you guys want me back for all this culture and the kind of the edge that I bring you know, let me, let me come into camp and like, see if I can, you know, bring that edge and, you know, maybe help out some of the younger guys up in the big leagues. Also give me a little bit of street cred with, you know, a little respect to the younger guys who don't really know me, you know, kind of a, you know, I'm around them a little bit more. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's not a bad idea. Let me, uh, let me, let me talk to some people. So about two days later, I get a call and they say, Hey, this is blah, blah, blah. I forgot who it was. Um, and he goes, I go, who? I go, who is this? And he's like, Oh, I'm with the pirates. I'm like, Oh yeah. What's up, man? And he's like, Hey, I heard you got a pitch for me. So, you know, I ran him through that pitch and he goes, all right, you go, you're going to camp. And in my head, I was like, I was like, Holy hell. I can't believe that just worked. So I went, I went to camp and, you know, I ended up having a really good camp, kind of back ending a lot of games and, you know, 
met some good i mean the the staff with the pirates is is awesome everyone everyone's great the team was great i ended up you know just kind of you know having a good camp and then of course at the end of camp i got the the boot towel tuna so it was almost like on this high and then just completely uh back to reality in altoona and then so yeah that's the uh that's the story yeah but was that i mean like how much sooner because you spoke up for yourself was that the first time in your career that you spoke up for yourself and you're like dude i'm just gonna take care of this because i'm a grown-ass man i'm gonna take care of this how much sooner do you feel like you could have been in the big leagues had you done this before i mean there was a there was a couple times that I kind of, I kind of outspoke and just was like, what's, what's the deal? Like, get me in there. I'm better. You know, let's go. And it never worked. I, uh, <laughs> I'd always, you know, it almost hurt me and they, you know, no one would, they give you that awkward kind of look and then no one talks to you. And then you have that awkward <laughs> vibe and you're kind of like, all right, like you guys can't handle it. So a lot of times it just didn't work. So, but I got to a point, I mean, the past like few years, I've kind of had a don't really give a crap mentality, you know, toward things. So, you know, I was just kind of playing baseball. I loved it, loved the guys. And, you know, everything else was just more, I don't care what I say, what I do, because really I got nothing to lose. There's so much here. Like I keep. No, in, in I can. Our... I yeah. I could talk. I could talk to. Keep to going. This is for you guys because you it's, know. I mean, it's like to me, what he did is more impressive than guys who play twenty. I mean, tw- playing twenty years in the big leagues is is unbelievable. Like you have to be at the top of your game for that long. But like for him to do what he did and to to keep going and to last that long in the minor leagues, like the minor leagues is so brutal. Like, and like you said, Kratzy, look, like with the, with the pirates, those years, those, they were bad. Um, I stayed in pirate city with a guy, they had us room. They didn't, they didn't let us pick our roommates. I stayed with a 16 year old kid from the Dominican Republic that, that they called that they, they nicknamed it was his nickname was tank and he snored his ass off and I, I couldn't sleep. And I've told people, I was like, listen, I, I had, I'm waking up at six o'clock to come play like i don't get any sleep because tank snores the entire night you know like get me out of here like let me like good dude good kid but i don't want to room with them because i need to sleep you know but you couldn't you couldn't make the rules you know you just went along with what they what they had there for you but what he was able to do and what yeah just to keep going keep going not give up you know because i i can only imagine how tough it was at times did you have, like, did you not pay for the internet in your hotel room come on man it's yeah, a show, yeah, that's, that's it's a show. get that wallet yeah. young blood let's go no, that's, pirate. that's on the pirates tab yeah, get, oh, get yeah. double internet enhance i got internet. a call i got i got a i got a call my brother was calling me so it uh it cut me out, but yeah, no, I paid for the internet. I think it was like eight. <laughs> You're good. You're I good. Afford, I can afford it now. It, it's yeah, smooth. I, I have one. I know these guys want to jump back in. I have one. What's it been like in the big league clubhouse? I mean, you've got a guy like Andrew McCutcheon there, and some other vets that they signed this year, like a Rich Hill. Have you had conversations with these guys? Have they come up to you and and been like our guys are? Holy shit, dude! What a story. Yeah. 
you know, uh, yeah, the, the love that I've received and just the, you know, just everyone's kind of wow, you know, mad respect for you and everything you went through. I mean, the clubhouse is, I mean, it's, there's a reason why we're winning games right now. It's, uh, I mean, Kutch is, you know, that guy, he, uh, my locker was next to him and he's just, I mean, he's down to earth. He's, I mean, he's the, he's the man. And then Rich Hill is just hilarious, funny. I mean, he's, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's, uh, really accepted me and just kind of, yeah, just been really cool toward the moment. Cause you know, it kind of got hectic for a while for me and, you know, you've been in some clubhouses before where the vibes kind of just, you know, weird, you know, kind of like somebody's getting some love. Other guys are kind of like side eyeing them. And it just, it, it hasn't been like that at all. You know, everyone's got each other's backs and, you know, the clubhouse is, I mean, it's Hedges has been awesome. You know, he, uh, he invited me to the back of the plane yesterday, which was cool. You know, I was sitting up at the front, didn't really know what to do. And he goes, hey, Madge, when we take off, come come to the back. You know, guys playing cards. You know, definitely more my vibe. So, yeah, it's uh, Clubhouse has been awesome, man. Well, let me tell you, Madge, like all these guys being cool to you, like that's that's great. But, I mean, that's just a testament to, like I've seen the videos, like you going in the clubhouse, you know, guys high-fiving, hugging you. That's, that's a testament to, to you and how you go about your business. And y- you've done it the right way, man. And I think that's why everyone is so welcoming and 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 just legitimately happy for you and like that's how i that's how i felt and you know i just want to say continue to say how how proud i am how how awesome this is for you and i'm glad you're getting to experience it and um like i said man it's just a testament to how you've gone about your business and it's it's really cool to see whenever you got cut off i was telling kratzy and, and scott like what you were able to do to me is more impressive than, you know, guys playing 20 years in the, in the big leagues, because like, yeah, the big leagues is hard and you got to be a really good player, but it, it's, it's nice. The big leagues is nice. Um, you stay at the nicest hotels, you're on charter flights, this and that, but like for you to, to keep going, to grind like you did, like you've done for as long as you did and, and to finally get that call, man, like, Honestly, and for Krabby to be the one to tell you, he, I, I, I had Krabby in Texas, and I'm boys with him. I'm boys he's with awesome, him. And he, he told me, he told me the other day, he's like, I got to, I got to have, I sent my first call up. He didn't tell me who it was. And then I saw the video, it was you. I was like, I texted him, I said, dude, it was Madge. You didn't tell me. I said, come <laughs> on, man. He goes, oh, man, my bad. But, but no, man, I, I, I couldn't be more happy for you, dude. But just, you've done it the Excellent. right way, man. And we're all, dude, it's, it's just a cool, a cool, cool thing to see and like i said dude i'm locked in on the pirates right now dude it's it's cool it's cool being on here with you because uh you know i was like when i came in you were you were the older guy you know you were we played the same positions you were kind of the guy that i watched and tried to learn from you know throughout the process like you know the way you went about your business and then you know you'd get two hits a night so like, all right, how's this guy doing it? You know, like, what's what's he do pregame? So, I mean, guys I go like you, grinders like you too. <laughs> I go to sub, I go to Subway hey, and, and and get two chocolate chip cookies before every minor league game. 
Yeah, I Taco Bell has been hot for me. Ooh, that's, that's usually what I go with. And that's pre-game. <laughs> it's, no, it's You're more not, post. I go okay, post. Good. I was like yeah. pre pre-game. You'd you'd be you'd be back in the clubhouse in about the third inning. That's a bold move, pre-game. <laughs> <laughs> bold move, match. I got one question for it. I, I I lied. I got a million questions, but we only have a certain amount of time in your in your t- in your day. Who is that guy for you? that you're like, man, like, and maybe you haven't had time to reflect on it, but who's that guy for you that when you think of him, and maybe you're not a tear up guy, maybe you're not a crying guy, but who's that guy for you when you think about it, you're like, if it wasn't for this guy, I wouldn't have had this opportunity. Whether it's a player, a coach, shoot, it could even be Sheltie being like, hey, I really like this guy, let's call him up. Like, who is that guy for you? Jeez. That's a tough question for me. You know, it's because um, there's just been so many. I mean, I think obviously Shelty, you know, being ultimately the guy that makes the decisions, um, you know, obviously the opportunity that none of this would ever happen if it wasn't for him. Um, but, you know, guys like I mean, even guys like Brock, guys like uh, Mike Napoli, uh, Jack Murphy, um you know, John Andrioli, um, Sherman Johnson. I mean, the, there's, the list is, is endless for me because, you know, I've played with so many different players and so many different people. And, you know, you, you that's, that's kind of what got me through a lot of my seasons was the, the clubhouse. You know, if, if I didn't play with so many great players and, and good dudes and, you know, good good players too that understood the game and just brought it every day and, and you know, loved to, to grind out seasons, you know, because there was a couple seasons in there where it was really hard. You know, the team was kind of soft for me and, you know, I didn't really relate. But, you know, most of it was just a lot of good dudes that, that wanted to grind every day. And, you know, it, it kept me going, especially later in my career when I was older. It, uh, you know, it helped because, you know, I, if it was, uh, if it was dead and it was just me, I, I definitely wouldn't have made it, but I had a lot of help along the way. Last one, then we'll let you jump. I know, I know you got stuff to do and we'd love to talk down the road again. Drew, what were you going to do if you stopped all those years? You're like, I don't know, I should stop. And, and how tough was it financially anyway? But did you think about what was next? Yeah. I mean, I thought about it a lot. I, I bartended for a little bit, which honestly was kind of fun, but I don't think you can make a career out of that. And then I was actually this past off season, I was, uh, I worked as an orange theory fitness coach. So I honestly, I mean, I always thought about it, maybe get into like a real estate type thing or, you know, the, the world kind of shifted to where everyone was starting their own business too. So I was like, all right, maybe I can uh, try to work my way into being creative and try to develop something, you know, some like maybe a deodorant strip, but, (laughs) but they, uh, yeah, no, I definitely, I thought a lot about different career paths and because, yeah, I mean, the minor leagues got really tough financially. I mean, a lot of years I was paying to play. So, yeah, it was uh, 
Definitely thought about that. That's awesome, man. Awesome talking to you. Obviously, these guys could go forever, but go go have a blast at the ballpark. Enjoy every moment. Go get shit done, and we'll watch you on TV later, man. All right, guys. Yeah, so I'm going to see that, that first, first hit, hit, Drew. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see it. Don't, don't you worry. We're going to get in there. Shelty, if you're watching, <laughs> if you're listening, put him in. Let's go. We need Let's go, Drew. Thanks for having me, guys. You're Cheers. the man, Drew. Cheers. Thanks, Drew. Foul Territory fans, listen up. Our friends at BetMGM are running an MLB Bet $10, get $100 instantly promo with the bonus code SPICYMLB. Here's how it works. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Place a pregame money line wager of at least $10 on any MLB team to win at standard odds price and you will receive $100 in bonus bets instantly. If you sign up in Massachusetts or Ohio, you receive $200 in bonus bets. Use the bonus code SPICYMLB.